0: Listen, if you want to live forever-ish, you have to know what's in and what's not. Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Forever-ish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your hosts, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossert. All right, thanks for joining Live Forever-ish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and I'm with Dr. Gossard, my co-host. Yes. Always great to have you.
1: Yes, Dr. Mike, it's a good day. This
0: is one of your favorite um, podcasts.
1: I love what's in and and what's what's not. not. Maybe it's a part of my like attention. I am not diagnosing myself with ADHD, but I like the fact that we go from topic to topic. Yeah, to topic yeah, to topic. And, and I think I of, think um,
0: there's a lot of confusion out there, a lot of information. Yes. So we're 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 pulling this information from Life Extension Magazine, which is a a well vetted, <laughs> copiously referenced. That was a big word, like that yes. copiously, mm-hmm. uh, copiously referenced <laughs> magazine, and um, we we love bringing this information to you. So we're going to um, start with what's in number one, which is stem cells. Stem cells. Yes. Yes. Now I think I think most people um, have heard of stem cells.
1: I they, think so. They got
0: they get the general idea, but what give us just a just simple quick. Summary of stem cells.
1: I, I, it's kind of like the, the backup cells. So the tissues in your body come with a built-in backup system. And those are hmm. known as tissue-specific stem cells. And these are the cells that can turn into really anything in the body. Which you need, yes. right? Yeah.
0: I think a lot of people um, understand that concept as an embryo. Right. As you're developing, right? So you get these stem cells that can become heart, liver, brain, et cetera. Right. But even as adult, we, we, we have adult stem cell populations floating exactly. around, exactly, right? And
1: so, different tissues of the body, and that's how your tissues kind of regenerate. Yeah. But the,
0: so here's, I think the the essential problem with this right mm-hmm. so most adults as you go from your 20s to 30s and 40s mm-hmm. i mean your heart is still healthy your brain is still healthy i mean maybe there's a there's some stem cells helping a little bit but at the end of the day is it is our adult stem cell populations becoming just too old is that is that the issue we're dealing
1: with well i think it's a combination because these stem cells you know they're replacing Cells that may have grown old. So the stem cells replace those old cells, producing new healthy cells. But you also find that stem cells can become senescent.
0: Well and now, these uh, uh, are
1: <laughs> dee 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 back up.
0: <laughs> well we've talked about senescence on the show, but I maybe think so. maybe.
1: Have we? It's always good to, to we give s- our listeners a reminder. I feel like we have, but we yeah. covered so many topics. We've, we've
0: done seventy, is it, seventy-five? Wow! Podcasts with Live Forever. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So 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 the stem cell population um, gets a little stale, a little old, and you bring in this new term senescent. What what does that mean?
1: Right, and that it's kind of like the old cells where they are no longer functioning properly um, like a normal cell, but they haven't. Uh, committed apoptosis or programmed cell death so if a cell becomes old dysfunctional if if there are uh, dna mutations you would expect that cell to go ahead and give it up give it up i so gotta that go you're not you send me know, out to pastor corrupting the other cells sell, around sell me out. You. i'm done <laughs> uh and, and what you find these senescent cells they they just kind of stick around yeah and the old, the
0: old grumpy cells in the neighborhood.
1: They, are, yes. Yeah,
0: that's good, right? <laughs> and
1: they start spewing out inflammatory molecules. They're mad. Really start They're damaging old and grumpy. Cells. So yes, yeah. our stem cells can also become senescent. Senescent, right? Uh, so those are a couple of issues S- okay. that you can have.
0: And so life extension, uh, of course, being at at the heart of what we do, longevity, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, we're, it, and again, I I think it's important. I, I know you and I believe we we're in the longevity group as well but we're more in like the living healthy now to give you healthy years down the line right Right. um vibrant years down the Mm -hmm. line so we've been looking at uh, knowing that i I know i'm i'm hitting my 50s
1: whoa i'm
0: I'm gonna need some stem cell help (laughs) i know robson's over there you need some stem cell help big time time, yeah i've seen him he needs some help oh my goodness seen him eat i'm just kidding Uh,
1: (laughs) kidding. leave robson alone dr Um, mike
0: so yeah, so so research has gone into how do we uh, what's the word? What, what am I? Uh, uh, rejuvenate, restore, or just promote
1: overall stem cell health.
0: Stem cell health. yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: So there, are, there are a number of nutrients that uh, that's beneficial with this. Resveratrol, one of my favorites. Okay. Um, you know, that's the antioxidant that you so find. So it's what my dad called the
0: red wine supplement.
1: Yes, and red wine and a couple was of the only, other. It was the only
0: supplement he would take. Did I ever tell you that story? No. I'll Yeah, it's a different story now. Yeah, it was the only supplement because he liked drinking. <laughs> he said, oh. So he said, I'll take that red wine supplement. You know,
1: it's not hard to get people to, to start on resveratrol. You just <laughs> tell them, you know, you have a glass of wine at night, Yeah. then they are they're on board. <laughs>
0: so basically the the what's in is mm-hmm. is is really making the adult stem cell population healthy, vibrant. So as we go into our 50s, 60s, 70s, mm-hmm. we're able to replenish tissue that's getting damaged, right at the end of the day. Yes, is that, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And you see this application, obviously this is does not apply to our nutrients, but you see this application with cancer treatment, you know, yeah. people getting stem cell um, therapies yeah. to, to kind of help, and with.
0: that's but that's not what life extension. The magazine more is talking about is, is nutrients that can help exactly with that. like and you mentioned uh, to resveratrol, support just the
1: natural process right, in the right. body.
0: Because there still is a lot more research needed mm-hmm. in stem cell injections, that kind of stuff. Uh, because oh, it's complicated. Absolutely, I, so, sometimes I think we oversimplify things when we. Try to teach, right? It's, you know, the, the fact that a stem cell can become a liver or a heart or a kidney. I mean, that that pathway to go down, let's say, towards uh, – is mm-hmm. very complicated. There's a lot of stuff going on. And so stem cell therapy at that, like, injection level, mm-hmm. oh, there's mm-hmm. still a lot of research needed, right?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. And, um, and, you know, Life Extension, we are – not really actively promoting that.
0: Yeah, we're looking more at the plant-based nutrients. Exactly. All right, so what's in plant-based nutrient support of stem cell population? Yes, That's
1: resveratrol, uh, mangosteen is another nutrient. Mangosteen, so a lot of people know things. that for weight loss, right? Yes.
0: Mangosteen, great. All right, what's in number two?
1: Breakfast. Breakfast. Do, do you eat have... breakfast, Dr. Mike? I do.
0: I, I don't – Um, I think you and I talked about this uh, recently about um, – the, the idea that you have to break the fast immediately is starting to be challenged a little bit. Mm-hmm. We know we have to break the fast, but it's more. what's more important is what you're eating to break the fast. So
1: true. If you are going to the local coffee shop and you're having... Uh, croissant or you're having some have you other see, have
0: you seen how much butter goes into making oh,
1: a croissant oh I have. It's
0: good. That's why they're
1: so tasty I and like so flaky butter. and <laughs> yes. just so delicious. It's a layer delicious. of dough butter, dough, yes. dough butter,
0: dough butter dough, <laughs> dough butter, dough yeah.
1: But that should not be your breakfast.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. There's there's no better. matter
1: if it if it contains almonds, don't get fooled by the almond ones. They make you think that, oh I'm being there's healthy. Oh, croissants? they have the almond croissants. You uh, don't want to know it, about yeah, them. They yeah. they are good. No, but
0: but not don't, don't listen. Croissants <laughs> are awesome. There's nothing wrong with a little <laughs> croissant once in a while.
1: Right? But you should think about that some of the typical foods for breakfast, even these the breakfast cereals, the sugary yeah, cereals with well, what, what refined should, okay. grains. That's not breakfast. That's you're, not the proper way to break your your fast.
0: You're a doctor of clinical nutrition, so if if I'm going to be focused on the the types of food to break the fast, what should be the types of food? Like what?
1: Well, first, antioxidant-rich foods. So some okay. nice berries. I'm a fan of berries. Maybe even some plain yogurt with berries. Um, I'm a fan. If you want, you but know, wait, a little wait, more wait. protein. Yo-
0: yogurt, please make it real fat yogurt. Don't oh. give me that.
1: I'm a fan of high sugar yogurt. I'm I'm a fan of. I I actually find the grass fed, whole milk yogurt. Yes,
0: that sounds good. That makes I kind of want some. You can
1: find that at any grocery store now. It's uh, and that's really good with fresh berries, maybe some nuts on top. Yeah. Uh, And so that's nice. Right now, I'm into. Uh, eggs. So I make a couple I of like boiled eggs. eggs. Yeah. I'm
0: not a big, not a huge fan, but I, I, I'm good with eggs.
1: Yeah, I, I have boiled eggs and I have um, avocado mash. Great combination. Okay, here, I'm going
0: gonna, gonna to tell you something about this whole avocado toast thing. <laughs> I have an opinion. About
1: oh, this. boy.
0: Because I
1: welcome opinions. We, we
0: act like this is something new. I grew up in Southern California. I've told you this, right? Where, where I grew up where in our backyard we had avocados, pomegranates. Or- oh, yes. Remember, remember I, I t- the story was um, when we moved in this house, it used to be a farm. And in the very backyard, which wasn't ours, like our, our fence was uh, like a normal backyard, but mm-hmm. the, we took over a little part of the farm. But the rest of the farm was wild-growing oranges, avocado, everything.
1: Uh, I would be we, in heaven. No,
0: my mom made avocado. This is in the 70s.
1: Before it was all Before, trendy. So don't tell Everyone's me avocado toast is something brand to- new. But I'm, I like avocado toast right now. I'm kind of cutting back on the carbs. So I just have the the avocado, the egg, some nuts, yeah. some berries. Yeah. It's a great breakfast. I,
0: my mom did it out of necessity. I mean, we, did, we had a big family, didn't have a lot of money. Um, she used basically the avocado as the butter or something on it, versus oh, yes. having to go out and buy yes. butter. Right? I mean, it was it was pretty cool. So that's I, I have um, strawberries and almonds are very common for me for a, a nice breakfast.
1: Strawberries and almonds. I like it. I don't know. That's I just like nice it. It's a nice combination. That's what I eat. I like it. I mean, you want some protein that can help to kind of satisfy hunger. But see,
0: I'm not that. Nah, that's not me. I I, I don't need anything heavy. I don't.
1: <laughs> you know that I I can. I can get with that, yeah. Dr. Mike.
0: So I, I, I so I, I got some good, good antioxidants. I got some good fiber. And there's great, there's good protein in the yeah. almonds and stuff. So that's my breakfast.
1: All right. So, but breakfast overall is in. There's a thought that you really should consume the majority of your calories earlier in the day. Oh,
0: that's the, That's the um, versus wait,
1: having this huge dinner. It's
0: the, it's the um, eat, eat break. Okay. So here's how you eat during the day. You eat breakfast as a king mm-hmm. or queen. You eat lunch as a prince or princess, mm-hmm. and you eat dinner as a popper.
1: Oh. Wait, wait, wait did you ever do no. that before? No, I've never, I, oh, but yeah. I like it. So you eat a big, great
0: meal in the morning, mm-hmm. bring it down at lunch, and the dinner it down is very small, more. Yeah. and then you're done, you go to bed. I don't Sounds know. about right. So that's bre- so that's what's in number two, breakfast. What's in number three if we're going to live forever-ish?
1: Vitamin B12. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: wait. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like when I set this up. I'm expecting like something dramatic and sexy and whatever, and she goes B12.
1: It's you know <laughs> the thing is sometimes you just Listen. have to take it back to the, the basics. The, I love it. The tried and true. Did you ever you, read my email back to uh,
0: my ebook? No. Back to the basics. No.
1: I wrote a whole book on this. Okay, I'll check it out. Jeez. <laughs> I I'm, I'm still your biggest fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It makes me feel better. Yeah, uh, B12, but tell B12. why B12 is B12 great. in?
1: Well, right now when you look at B12, there's some interesting research on B12 and some occasional head discomfort, um, even to the level of some migraines. We're seeing that people who suffer from migraines tend to be deficient in vitamin B12. Mm-hmm. And whenever they look at some of the blood testing, you see that there are higher levels of of different um it's actually called methylmalonic acid but it's um increased with b12 deficiency so we're even seeing a connection between migraines and some of the lab test values that indicate b12 deficiency so it's something to consider Um, there are some okay. common drugs that deplete B twelve. That's a you know, big it's thing, actually, right? For, yeah. for prescription energy. drugs, yes.
0: Knocking down some of these, ba- the, so a lot of the. It's interesting. A lot of the, the prescription drugs that are trying to correct diseases that have been developed because of bad nutrition, are knocking down basic building blocks of being a healthy human.
1: Exactly. And
0: trying to correct the problem.
1: Yes. Did that make
0: sense? That, that made sense, right? Like it's it's like it's like so many chronic diseases are because we've knocked out good nutrition and these drugs try to correct those problems, yet they knock out more nutrition. Well, that's
1: a whole nother story. I was just reading a paper recently, and what the researchers identified was that a lot of the chronic diseases that people deal with are everyday ailments. If the doctors would just take a step back and look at the nutritional deficiencies first and address nutritional deficiencies followed by... Yeah, you know, maybe you know they ain't the, the gonna do that. Then, but they're so they spend thirty the seconds world. with patients. You just you can find some doctors. Crystal, out there. you have a headache.
0: Here's your prescription. Goodbye. <laughs> See me
1: but in three know, that's months. that's what people want. Yeah. People don't want so, the you know the time that it takes.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. So that so what's in stem cells? Breakfast B twelve. What's not in now? Uh, we you and I already talked. I'm not sure about all this. <laughs>
1: Eating three meals a day.
0: What's not in is eating three meals well, a day. Well, I'll have well, to tell you. Wait. Before you do that. You okay. have to You never, when I brought this up, you mm-hmm. just immediately attacked me. I didn't even have a moment to bring in why I'm a little off on this.
1: Okay. I'm, I'll listen.
0: Because if somebody <laughs> is doing the best they can, eating healthy or whatever, if three meals a day is what's working for them, let it work for them.
1: Okay. So I'm not knocking that. And I'm not saying that good, Robson, three meals right? a day is I wrong. What I'm saying is more and more people are starting to explore this idea of intermittent fasting. It's becoming so that's where this a is thing. coming. Okay,
0: that's fine. So okay.
1: So that's that's where we're going with this. So really not this that could
0: this could be another what's in is intermittent fasting. It's not what's out is three meals. True. Okay. But
1: so much of the research with, you know, not eating the three meals, you know, kind of scaling down your overall eating time to 10, maybe eight hours a day, you know, so eight hours, eat. if that's your window of eating, typically you're not going to be able to get three meals, maybe three smaller, smaller kind of snack-ish meals, you would be able to do that. But yeah. no, not three full course Meal.
0: Yeah. So, but so are they say so in that um you you, you said ten hour ten hour ten hour window window, is, is it so then it is is it mol, is it's more smaller calorie meals then so it's it's maybe maybe it's five six. Yes. Smart, which which we that's that's been in and out in in mm-hmm. the industry, right? Yeah. Some people a while ago were big proponents of six meals a day or what have you. Well, I'll
1: tell you, it's that ten hour or that shorter window of eating. You're seeing um, decrease in uh, for type two diabetes, heart disease, stroke, um, even weight loss. It's it's one of those things. We're doing that fasting time. It's switching on some of the. The survival or the beneficial um, metabolic processes yep. in the body.
0: So t- so basically what's what's not in is that traditional three meals a day. Mm-hmm. What could be in, it could be in number four, is that 10-hour window of eating. Good. Yes. All right. So that stem cell breakfast, B12, those are in. What's not in is eating three meals a day. Instead, maybe that 10-hour window. Mm-hmm. So with that you're going you're gonna to live healthier and better, right? Maybe That's Maybe right. a little longer-ish.
1: And maybe happier-ish. Ish. <laughs>
0: Dr. Gossard, as always, thank you.
1: Thank you, Dr. Mike.
0: I want to um, uh, thank everybody for listening to Live Forever-ish. Don't forget, you go to liveforeverish.com where there's more podcasts, like, share,
1: Comment, Comment, subscribe. subscribe. That's the big
0: one. We need subscribers. Come on, guys. Join. You'll never miss a show that way. And um, don't forget com. We want to thank you. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.